Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. And while you're listening to this show, if you haven't done it already, you need to subscribe wherever you find podcasts and then share it with your friends. Make it a Chris, Chris, early Christmas gift. That's right. The gift of love and the gift of the Huff Uncensored, the podcast. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about trends that need to stop. And there's a lot of them. The more that I was talking with you guys online about these crazy trends that are surrounding us constantly, the more I realized, holy crap, we got a lot of problems in society. So we're going to go through those. And thank you guys so much for listening. I really, truly appreciate you. Starting next week, I'm going to try and do a simulcast, essentially, with YouTube. And then we're going to get this going so you can watch me live doing the show. And then also, I'll still have this available as well so you can watch in your uh, at your convenience. So just trying to expand as much as I can to Huff Uncensored. The numbers are great. I truly, I don't know if you know how much I truly appreciate all of you guys that tune in, and uh, I love it when you guys interact and don't feel the pressure to interact, but I do love it because I like to see your feedback. Make sure that wherever you're listening to this that you give a nice review. Five stars, please. Huh? Don't be a dick and give me two. It's not funny. Not funny when you do that. Nobody's done that that I've seen, so I appreciate it. All right, let's dive in head first. Trends that need to stop, and there's a lot of them, like I was saying. We'll get to yours here in a second, but I was I was going through this morning and making a list. One of the big things that drives me nuts, and some of it is okay, some of it is okay, but overall, as a whole, movies and TV show reboots, it's got to stop. I'm going to give you a list of these that I quickly searched this morning. Some of these are cool. I've watched one of these with my kid. Animaniacs. Remember the, the, the cartoon Animaniacs? That's actually on Hulu right now. It's okay, but I don't... A lot of the jokes... I don't know who the show's designed for. In all honesty, it's not that... My kids didn't really like it. I didn't even really like it. And there's a lot of adult jokes and old jokes in there. It's just... Eh. I don't like it. Bewitched is rumored to be coming back. That shitty show from the 60s and 70s, they're planning on bringing it back. Ooh, boy. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, the one from with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from back in the day. I believe that's the one where he got his start. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, they're trying to bring that back, and I'm not sure if it's a movie or a TV, but you get the idea. This one blows my mind because it seems ridiculous. The Jetsons. This is not going to be a cartoon, people. They, they want to do a live-action show of this. That's stupid. Although I will tune in just to see what it's like, but I'm sure it's going to be a disaster. It doesn't make sense to me. Punky Brewster. <sighs> Come on, guys. Really? Punky Brewster? Clueless. They're trying to bring back... Clueless in some capacity. This next one actually has me intrigued. Gremlins, The Secrets of the Mogwai. 
That's going to be on HBO Max. It's a prequel to the Gremlins movies. I, I'm actually interested in that. That would be a, 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 good, a good movie. Uh, so hopefully that comes out, and hopefully it's good. You know how there's times where you just really hope for it, and then it's another shitty Godzilla movie. Although I did like the most recent Godzilla movie. I did like that. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I like that. It was good. I'm sure some nerds out there are like, no, no, I didn't like this or that. Fuck off. Who cares? <laughs> Frasier. God, really? Frasier? No. I don't even want to get into that one. Beavis and Butthead. I don't know about that one. I really don't know about that one. That that seems like just stretching. Hey, Beavis. <laughs> Y'all Butthead? You're so stupid. Uh, great. Do you really want your kids to be doing that again? Remember how annoying that was when we were kids that everybody was doing the, hey, Beavis, y'all butthead? <laughs> Just Cornholio. They're going to be doing that shit all again. Kids are going to be like, this is great. I've never heard this before. Oh, by the way, doesn't that drive you nuts when there's like a remix of a song? And like younger kids, the guy sounds so fucking old. We're like, this is great. I love this song. Like, yeah, it's from the fucking 80s. This shithead uh, DJ just remixed it in there. What? No. It. Yes, it's true. There was music before this, before this garbage, before this devil music took over. Anyway. Doogie Hauser, MD. But it will be spun in a female direction. There's too many doctor shows on TV. Sorry, there is. I can't stand them. They're all essentially the same garbage. Now we want to bring back an old one and spin it in a different direction. But it's essentially another freaking garbage doctor show. Whoa, can't wait. I do like this idea. Behind the music, the MTV docuseries, they're planning to return on Paramount+. Paramount Plus. They're going to have a lot of the classic episodes, but it sounds like they're going to add in a few new episodes. I like that show. That sounds more like if it is nice that they're going to add some new episodes, but even the old stuff was good. I liked watching that stuff. This one's interesting. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is straight from a website. Peacock has already ordered two seasons of, of Bel-Air, a dark and dramatic take on the Will Smith sitcom. What? A dark and dramatic take on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? A comedy? Why? Oh my God, why would we do that? That's literally taking something that was good and, and just pure, just, just, it was a good show. There's always a good, you know, meaning behind uh, episodes, and they they took on racism, and and it was just a good show, fun, and now they want to really just darken it up and make it super dramatic. Why? One show I wish they would just take another crack at, at least the final two seasons of Game of Thrones. I know they have their prequels coming out, which make... Why would I watch those? You ruined the show. 
you ruined the show with the last, definitely the last season. But the, I guess you could probably go back the last two or three seasons and just redo those because you screwed them up. Those guys screwed them up. They could have at least at the end, like literally, I'm waiting for some dramatic, like oh, some big hook at the end of Game of Thrones. And they could have made like Bran's eyes turn like blue, like ice blue. And like, oh my God, he's a, he's the Night King. Something like that. But no, you guys are done fucked it up. Man, you had a chance to whip out your balls and instead you just tucked them inside. Never to be seen again. Thanks, cowboy. Go along. Drink some whiskey. Hell, I will, man. Talk about Game of Thrones. Fucked it up. They did screw that up. Epic fail of Game of Thrones. But redo those. I would be fine with that reboot. Anyway. But can't we just create something original instead of rebooting everything? That is an awful trend. We're constant re, uh, constantly rebooting stuff. I don't get it. There's a lot of smart people out there. Have, has all the great things been accomplished and we're just recycling them? Recycle, reuse, whatever. My son knows all those. He's been talking to me about recycling. Great. Thanks, buddy. That being said, I like when musicians recut classic songs. For the most part, they're really, really, really good. Garth Brooks. Uh, Yes, Garth Brooks. If you hate Garth Brooks, I don't like you, and you're off my Christmas card list, okay? That's a fact. Garth Brooks did an amazing job with Hard Luck Woman by Kiss. Yes, Kiss, the rock band. You, you look on YouTube. Trust me, you hear it. I know hardcore uh, Kiss fans that say that Garth did a better version of that song than Kiss. Yeah, it's better than the original. Check it out. It's actually a good song, and that's actually one of the songs that my wife and I, when we were dating, that's how I hooked her. That's how I draw. I I, I tricked her. I tricked her. I was like, listen to this song. Because she was not into country music, and I was, especially at the time. And I was like, listen, this song is pretty cool. And she's like, wow, this is pretty cool. You're a pretty cool guy. I was like, ha ha, I tricked you. It's country, and now you like it too. Even though it's not really a country-sounding song. But he did do a good job. In fact, he has a whole box set dedicated to his musical influences where he covers tons of songs by amazing... You know, by amazing artists like uh, Elton John, Ray Charles, Bob Seger, Queen, Billy Joel, Rod Stewart, Bob Dylan, Jackson Brown, and uh, just a ton more. You got to check it out. I think it's uh, Blame It On My Roots. Blame It All On My Roots is the box set. Awesome. Awesome. Anyway, moving along to other trends that just need to stop. My wife suggested this one. And I got to be honest, I completely disagree with her. She said yoga pants need to stop. Yeah, I know. All the guys are just like, they're holding their chest like, oh my God. No, please, God, no. Yeah, yoga pants. I couldn't, you know, disagree more. I imagine they're super comfortable. And let's be honest, women, 
you wear those and guys are going to be constantly checking you out. Yes. Yes. They do. I know it's inappropriate. I'm not saying I do it. It's all the other guys. Maybe I'll start wearing them. (laughs) Oh my God, that would be hilarious and not tell my wife and just show up. Hey, ready to go to the store? (laughs) Do you have an old Tootsie Roll in your pants, Scott? No, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, women can wear them. Guys, guys, you should not. You should not. Sorry, unless you wear a really long jacket or shirt. There's too many bumps or... Maybe not enough bumps. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That's a bad image. I'm sorry. I did that to you. Now you have that weird, awkward image in your head of me doing the podcast wearing yoga pants. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Another thing that needs to stop is stupid internet challenges. Seriously. We all remember the the Tide Pod thing that was going on where kids were eating those. Like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to put chemicals like that in your body and eat them? You fucking idiots. Can't believe that. That was a thing. Can't believe that was a thing. Although I've met some people, grown-ups too, adults, adults. You're like, yeah, okay. I could see you doing the Tide Pod Challenge. Try not to laugh challenge. Have you seen that? Where it's like you got to, people are either cracking jokes at you and you're not allowed to to laugh and whatever. Hilarious. I watched, remember when Two Girls in a Cup came out? Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to be gross. But when that came out, I remember being at the radio station. I got, (laughs) well, he doesn't work there anymore. Alfred Williams. (laughs) Is like, duff. I'll pay you. Uh, it was like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars. And he's like, I'll I'll pay you this money if you can watch that without looking away. I watched the whole disgusting thing. Didn't look away, and he refused to refused to pay me. So he still owes me money. Al, if you're listening, or people you know, people that listen to his show. Text them. Text it in. You owe Huff money for watching Two Girls in a Cup. Boom. Blast them. Blast that mother. <laughs> He's not going to pay me. Mannequin challenge. A group of people get together. They pose. Everybody poses. And then they freeze in place. And someone with a camera walks around recording the scene while music plays. Even celebrities have, I guess, gotten into it. Michelle Obama, Ellen, Adele. And then you make it like, oh my God, what's happening? It's the end of the world. There must be some aliens tricking these. <laughs> and you know what? Some people will fucking believe that shit and be like, did you see this conspiracy? The government is freezing our people. God damn it. It, that one's tricky. I saw one, and it was like 50 people. And I must say, 
I could not handle organizing that or being a part of that because you know there's one dickhead that's just going to be like I'm going to I'm going to keep like looking at the camera. <laughs> like god dude, we're all trying to do this dumb video that's probably going to get 2 million hits cuz everybody knows the dumber the video, the more popular it is. Ugh. I would I would like to be part of that because it's kind of in a sense it's cool. But I think I feel like the stress would be just too much for me because I would just want to be like, guys, all you have to do is fucking stand still while Dickhead McGee over there with his uh, camera just walks around. That's it. Just be still. Just be still. Instead, so you got another guy scratching his armpit. Oh, my God. Hot pepper challenge. Hot pepper challenge. I've done one of the, I did one of those for the radio station, and it just wasn't that big of a deal. I used to do, I used to eat hot peppers when I worked at Chipotle for money. The employees, it was either, it was usually like morning prep. I would, they would put money down on the table and they said, if you can eat this really hot pepper, they would bring some in. And if you can do that without spitting any out or throwing up, you know, you get the money. And I would do that. I didn't make a ton of money, like maybe $40 here and there. One time a guy, a new guy came in and he's like, bull, you can't do it. And puts down a $100 bill. I ate the pepper and he didn't. And he like freaked out and he's like, no, I need that money. <laughs> like, Dude, don't make a bet. He never paid me. I wasn't going to freak out about it. One thing that annoys me that's a trend and it's like it's like we used to do this no big deal when when I was a kid. Bottle flipping challenge. Yeah, big freaking deal. We all used to do that when we were younger. Oh, there's a little bit left. You just flip it. Eh, no big deal. Yeah, we did it. I didn't like freak out. Oh my god, I just flipped it, man. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, nobody gives a crap. Not my hands challenge is one of those things. They're actually kind of funny, but I'm just tired of seeing this crap on the internet. Along with the bottle flipping thing, I think that's way past its due. Please stop. Nobody cares. Is The the new one is the not my hands challenge. It's kind of funny, but I, I, I feel it's... I, I, I just saw it. I, I've seen like two episodes and I'm already done with it. Or I say two two videos of it. I'm already done. I don't really give a shit anymore. It, it's funny in the sense where you have like your friend behind you. And then they put their arms underneath your armpit. And then you put your hands down to the side. You can't use your hands. But then they act as your hands. And then they put like say makeup on you. That's yeah, funny. The first time. After that I really don't care. I really don't care. Or maybe they feed you food. I don't care. Accent challenge is apparently a thing where YouTubers, uh, you know, like you draw an accent out of a hat and then you try to guess what the accent. That's really fucking stupid. But it's trending. We can all do dumb accents. Hey guys, how's it going? Where am I from? Wait, can you hear it? I hear a kookaburra. Yeah, it's Australian. 
kind of, maybe. I don't know. It's just, it's just, there's just too many challenges out there. Enough with the fucking challenges. YouTubers in general just drive me nuts. My kids, they're at that six and eight years old, and they're kind of, you know, roaming around YouTube a little bit. And obviously my wife and I have to keep a close tab on that because there's some really just bad stuff on there. There's one, there's one where these, the parents are making money off of the kids. Which, sadly, yes, that's the fact. And these kids are maybe like 10 years old, 10 and 9 or whatever. And the older brother is just a little freaking prick. I can't remember his name. But I'm, I'm like, you can't watch this show anymore. He's a spoiled little brat. The girl, if it's just the girl, yeah, that's fine. She's nice. He's a little shit. I don't say that to my kids. <laughs> You're like, he's a shit. You can't watch that. He's a little shit. Okay? Fuck, man. Do what daddy says. YouTubers in general, though, they're always bragging about their money. There's one There's one show, and I thought it was good at first, but then I started watching them, and the kids are just like, these. they're kids, they're like early 20s, and they're just flashing all this money. And then I noticed my son starts talking about, uh, you know, wanting to buy these elaborate things and why don't you have that kind of money? I'm like, dude, only only assholes have that kind of money, okay? <laughs> what is it? Like the sh- yeah, and they drive like Lamborghinis and they call it a Sharagini because that's a play on his last name. I don't know. It's annoying. But the one one I do like is Unspeakable. He's pretty good as far as he's not constantly bragging about money. And he's just, as far as a kid goes, I mean, there's really nothing that other than the fact that he's just trying to have fun and goof around and he builds shit out of these giant Legos and pulls little pranks on his friends and stuff like that. It's just silly. It's mindless. You get nothing out of it. I personally would rather my kids watch, if they're going to watch TV, watch something educational. But God knows that ain't going to happen. Long fingernails. Ladies, please listen up. Ladies, I've been looking at the numbers. A lot of ladies are listening to this podcast as of late. And why wouldn't they? And guys, maybe you are going to follow along with this as well. And maybe you've never thought of this. Long fingernails. Yes, they're sexy. I got to admit, yes, very attractive. To a point. When they, listen, I like quarter inch long. It's ridiculous when your nails, I mean, I'm trying to think. I've seen like three, four inch long nails. Here's the thing. It's to, at a certain length, it's just gross looking. They can be sexy. Yes, they can. But too long. And then it starts getting into the severely gross category. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're pro- you may be looking at your nails now going, what the fuck's this asshole talking about? I look good. And maybe you do. Maybe you do. This is my opinion. But I don't understand. And this is going to be where it. I, I'm confused on it. How do you take care of yourself uh, after you use the restroom? I don't understand that. Do you have to have get 
I'm not trying to be gross, but when your nails are that long, I just don't understand how that works. Unless you get a, what is that, a bidet? Okay, then that's fine. Still, eh, don't, don't go crazy on the long nails. You're taking something good, and then you're just trying to get more out of it, and then it's just now you're just making it gross. Prepping your meal on the table. I've seen a few of these on social media, and it is something that needs to stop immediately. It is gross. Now, that being said, we, my wife and I saw somebody doing one of these with nachos, and we're like, oh, that's a good idea, except for the fact of putting it on the fucking table. <laughs> So we actually put a, we got a cooking sheet and we, for the Super Bowl, we put a bunch of nacho stuff on there. We prepped all this stuff and then we just put everything on the big old cooking sheet and then put that in the middle of the table. And then we all just ate from that big family style type of plate, essentially. That's fine. But you see these people putting like spaghetti sauce and then the noodles, and mixing it up on the table or on the countertops. Why? Why? Yeah, the only reason why is because of stupid, uh, you know, they're trying to get clicks. It, it's just so dumb. I hate that. It drives me nuts. And you know, there's somebody out there to be like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. This would be great. It would be fun. And then uh, the wife comes home. She's like, what the fuck did you do to my countertops? <laughs> why is there spaghetti sauce everywhere? I... I saw it on I saw it on Facebook. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, and then I, another trend is people always trying to give cooking tips. There was somebody that ruined a steak. I love steak. I haven't had a steak in forever. I think it's been like two years. I think I told you that in one of the previous episodes. Some dude cooked a steak and then added like chocolate to the top. Like, why would you do that? It's a perfectly good steak. An animal died for that steak to make that steak, and then you freaking ruin it by putting chocolate sauce on it? Are you serious? If I was in front of you, sir, I would punch you in the neck because you deserve it. Ugh. But one thing you can do with food, Burns and McCoy. Go to burnsandmccoy.com right now. And check out the wide variety of products that they have to sell you. And I, I am a huge fan of their hot sauces. Burns and McCoy's available at all front range grocery stores. But I like to check them out at burnsandmccoy.com as well. Get an idea of what I'm looking for. They got amazing hot sauces. They got salsas. They got mustards. They got dressings. They got margarita mixers. It's the summertime. Perfect time to, to hit up BurnsandMcCoy.com and get some margarita mix. They also have Bloody Mary mixes. I love a good Bloody Mary, especially if it's spicy. Whew, love it. Love it. And then, of course, like I said, their hot sauces are just amazing. And they use amazing ingredients. So do yourself and your family, of course, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. And trust me, when you eat them, when you taste them, you're going to notice and you're going to hear my voice in your head saying, I was right. 
their food is amazing. Their, their, their products are amazing. And food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile that they offer. They're available, like I said, at all grocery stores in the front range. Check them out, burnsandmccoy.com. Another trend that's annoying that needs to stop is making your partner jealous. My wife has been showing me these, and they're funny for about a second. Like, oh, they're pretending some guy is calling her cell phone and you can get an app or whatever that says, hey, girl, how's it going? And then, like, the guys flip out. Like, you fucking... Ah, just joking. (laughs) Gotcha! Now they're divorced. I don't know. But it's just... I don't like to be pranked, personally. My wife likes to scare people. That's a trend that needs to stop in my house, is scaring people. Everybody scares each other, except for my my daughter and I hate it. My wife and my son love it. They can scare the shit out of each other. I don't care. But the problem is, is they try to scare us, my daughter and I, and we just don't like it. My wife scared me. My son, he's getting pretty good. He's learning from my wife. And my wife will just sit there behind like a door or whatever against flat against the wall behind a curtain or something and she'll sit there for like five minutes then i come around and she'll be like "Ah!" (laughs) i'm like fuck why would you do that she thinks it's hilarious (laughs) it's it makes me mad i just i'm I'm afraid one day i'm just gonna jab my son right in the chest or something (laughs) sorry i am so sorry don't scare daddy my daughter will do that. Shoot. My brother, uh, my brother, my, my son scared her once and she, it scared her. She like popped him in the chin. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, good for you, girl. And next time, eh. actually, you know what? No, that's his fault. Don't scare her. Don't scare her. She's got cat-like reflexes. I hate that. This is one that needs to stop on social media. The, no one will share this meme. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm trying to make a guilt trip so whoever the original person is that made that meme is going to get some credit. No. Stop. I hate that. It's like somebody like connected to all these tubes and it's like, you know, there's a tragic story, but no one will share this meme to support me. Like, fuck off, dude. I hate those. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I have one green eye and one blue eye. People say I'm ugly. I bet you won't share this to support that I that I truly am beautiful or some shit like that. It's like, dude, knock it off. This drives me nuts as a, a parent that is constantly looking for recipes and trying to cook for the family People writing long-ass stories before their online recipes. Like, I'm looking for, like, a meatball recipe. Because I always forget how to make it. I, I, I'm awful with that stuff. I always forget how to make meatballs or, or something like that. I don't give a shit what influenced you to make this batch of meatballs. Just give me the recipe. I don't care. But they will write, these people, if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like search for whatever recipe. Whatever recipe. Do meatball recipe right now. Google it. 
And then you click on the recipe. Unless it's Food Network, usually they get right into it. But like these people will write these long ass, like page or two long stories of what influenced them. I remember when my grandmama used to make me meatballs. We lived in the southern coast of, uh, you know, Albuquerque. <laughs> what? Huh? Anyway. Uh, but, you know, it's just, it doesn't, I don't, please stop. I don't like it. I don't need that garbage. I don't care about the garbage. I just want I just want to click on it and get to the freaking recipe. Just give me the recipe. I don't care. Put that shit at the end because you know what's going to happen. Nobody's going to read it. Nobody wants to read that crap. So now you're getting people on your website longer and all that garbage. Anyway, here's the one that stuck out to me the most. This one. Gender reveal parties. Yes. Yes. We rolled that idea around when we had kids. Should we do it? No. No. Now we adopted, so it was a little different, but we still thought about it for a little bit. These gender reveal parties are out of hand. People are getting hurt. <laughs> Some people have died. And they're just stupid. Just, who cares? You see these people, like these guys trying to be all macho, be like, the wife has like a ball, and they're like, here, throw, I'm going to throw the ball, you hit it with the baseball bat, and it'll just pop pink or blue, whatever. Then the guys, then it's revealed, as they're doing this gender reveal, that this guy can't play baseball. He has no athletic ability. He thinks he does, because... When he was in fifth grade, he once hit a home run. Yeah. Now, little Timmy in the outfield uh, was picking his nose, and it was an inside-the-park home run, but whatever. That's what it's like, dude, enough with the gender reveal. And the gift that I found was uh, some dude smoking his tires, and he had, like, blue smoke coming out the exhaust. It's like, what are you... <laughs> Oh, my God. People just, it's just enough. Hey, it's a girl. Hey, it's a boy. There, we're done. I don't need a freaking party to describe what the gender is of my kid. One thing that, as being formerly in sports radio, is it's always a big deal, especially at 104.3 The Fan, is the NFL schedule release. It's cool. It's cool because you get an idea of who, like say for, for me, the Broncos, who they play and when they play. And you can kind of see, oh, they, their bye week is week 11 and it's they're kicking off against the, the, the Giants. And this year now they have 17 games. So it's an 18-week grind, all that stuff. And then every day, as soon as... as, soon as as soon as the schedule's revealed, everybody's like, all right, they're going to be uh, 10 and 7 this year. And here's why. Like, no. There are so many factors that go into a schedule and wins and losses. It's like, stop. The, the season's not like th for another three to four months. They haven't even gone through training camp. Enough. That's why, like, I ruffled some feathers with, with some people 
other people got the joke. I, I accidentally wrote 18 and 0 when there's 17 games. <laughs> I was, I, whatever. There was 18 weeks. I was close. I had a brain fart for a second, okay? Then I realized, oh shit, there's only 17 games <laughs> this year. But yeah, 18 and 0, whatever. 17 and 0, it doesn't matter. Who cares? I'd rather be on the side of positive with that than the negative. And, you know, there's somebody be like, oh, they're going to be 0 and 17. Because <laughs> I know football. I've, you know, I've been on ESPN.com. I know. I play fantasy. I'm a champion in fantasy football. <laughs> I don't care. My chair is squeaky. It sounded like I tooted. All right, let's check out some Twitter response from you guys. This comes from Matt underscore Matt 32, excuse me, M underscore Matt 32 on Twitter. I don't know if this is a trend or something ju that just annoys me, but at places of business, I hate when people walk in through the outdoor and out through the indoor. Then look at, then look at you like you messed up. I hate that. Matt, that is a great observation. Yeah, like, they're the ones that fucked up, not you. You didn't do anything wrong, Matt. Know that, okay? Matt, I'm talking to you right now, okay? M underscore Matt 32. You did nothing wrong. They are the idiots. <laughs> I hate, also hate when you go to a restaurant, and as somebody that used to work in a restaurant for so long, you, it drives me nuts when people aren't ready to order, especially if there's a long line. I understand if you're the... You walk in and there's nobody there. And so all of a sudden you're just presented in front of the menu and the employee is asking, hi, what can I get for you today? And you're like, shit, I just got here. I don't know what I'm looking at. But if you've been in line for a minute or more, you should know by the time you get up there. You should be prepared, folks, because I tell you what, when that employee is sitting there going, oh my God, is this guy going to order or what? Seriously, it's not that complicated of an order. It's a fucking burrito, a taco, whatever. It's not that hard. And then by the time you decide, be like, okay, can I get? And then they, you know, finally do it. And it's like, I'm making this, and I hope you get irritable, irritable bowel syndrome when you eat, consume it. I that just, that stuff drives me nuts. I always get like kind of a little bit of a panic when I go into a new restaurant that I've never been to obviously before. So I'm, the menu is brand new to me and I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta get, I gotta get this ready. I gotta know. Uh, and that's why I hate when I go to a restaurant that has too many options. I that is, that is a trend that needs to stop too. Is you go to some of these restaurants, especially sit down restaurants and they have like three or four pages of, of a menu. That's too much. It's too much. Trim it down. It's going to help you with food cost anyway. You know, less less product in the back of the house. Trim it down. It makes it a lot easier on everybody. But I, I I just can't stand that. That's something that just needs to stop with restaurants. It's like enough with the trying to be like, we can make anything. No, just make these few things really good. How about that? All right, Jeff underscore... C-O underscore P-N-W on Twitter 
scratch ticket guy at 7-Eleven. I feel like this is kind of going into one of our previous episodes of Stop Pissing Me Off. But in that, I'm fine with that. Scratch guy at 7-Eleven or any convenience store that decides he's going to sit there and scratch every fucking ticket. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of people behind him. Hold on, I got to scratch these off and then I can just give it to you real quick. Hey, this weather's pretty crazy, isn't it? Colorado, am I right? <laughs> oh, uh, I won a dollar. <laughs> well, you spent 20 so good for you, sir. Boy, there's a lot of stuff. I'm I'm guessing I'm missing a lot of trends that are out there that are just probably... Everybody wants to be an influencer, too. That's one of those things that kind of drives me nuts. There's There's some people that are really good at being an influencer. But... Really, to be honest, it's I don't I don't want to see every waking moment of your life. I, I, I don't want to see another Kardashian show. That's another thing that needs to stop. Enough with the reality shows. Although some are good, some are good. There's one on Netflix that's like the Rust Brothers. I, I, I don't. That's not the name of the show, but that's like their company or whatever. But they're these guys, mechanics that live up in Canada, and they fix up cars and it's a good show i like that one they're the guys are funny but overall there's too many reality shows and that needs to stop it needs to stop it's just it's just executives being lazy they don't have to write anything like these guys are going to do it they're already doing what they do let's just get some camera crews around them and if anything we'll just influence them here and there to do these things guys maybe today you go to a car show that'd be great yeah, whatever. Bring the camera. It's easy. It's it's easier than writing. And that's what that's kind of go, going back to the original topic of reboots is just that these people are that are in charge of all that stuff. It's just easier. It's just easier to reboot something instead of coming up with a completely new idea. That's why when I see somebody that comes out and writes something completely new, whether it's a song or a movie or a TV show that's an actual TV show, not a reality show. I, I respect that. I respect your ability to write. I respect your ability to try. Whereas some of these other things are just like, come on, man. You really want to reboot Bewitched? Beavis and Butthead? Uh, hey, Beavis. Y'all Butthead? I hate you. <laughs> that's not even their laugh, but whatever. You get the point. Anyway, there's a lot. Maybe I missed some. If you want, hit me up on social media, at DeHuff on Twitter. Uh, and then on Facebook, DeHuff on Censored. Pretty easy. Or you can just shoot me an email. Jeez, uh, my, my brain just totally locked up. Like, I literally, my brain just hit the emergency break and was just like, fuck, we're done. <laughs> like, No, no, we're not. I'm not done yet. Uh, Uncensored at gmail.com or check out my website, dehuffuncensored.com. Uh, I try to put the new episode up there, so if you just want to bookmark Dehuff Uncensored, that'll take you to a quick link I have with uh, Podbean that you can uh, put up there, and it make, makes it easier. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you find podcasts. Make sure you share it with your friends. Make sure you like the episodes that you like. And uh, thank you guys so much. 
I really, really appreciate you guys. If you have ideas for the next episode or a future episode, please let me know. I got some ideas working. In fact, all you people that work in customer service, I'm going to give you a heads up on uh, one of my next episodes. Classic, I don't know, uh, what would we call this, guys? What do you want to call this? I'm letting you have some input on this. Something to do with customer service fails or shit customer service, you know, customers do to piss you off. Something like that. But that's what I'm going to get into because there's a lot of stories I have and I can only imagine, only imagine the stuff that you guys do. And what I'll do is like if you want to send them in, I won't use your real name. How about that? Okay. That way you get some, uh, you know, I don't want you getting in trouble with your company. But. You can just uh, make up a name. Oh, that'd be cool. You can make up. A, that would be funny, guys. This comes in from Dragon. <laughs> and uh, he's talking about the time that a customer tried to do this. What? We'll get into those customer service fails in a future episode. That might be my next episode. Let's just go ahead. Let's put that in the books, guys. Customer service fails. Uh, why you hate customers or something like that. Well, let's just do customer service fails because you could be on either end of that. Customer service fails on the next episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by Burns and McCoy. Thank you so much for all of you listening. Again, make sure you subscribe that way and make sure you uh, interact with me. Let me know what your customer service fails are, whether you are the victim uh, or you're the one that did it. Uh, I'm guessing nobody's going to admit that they were a dick. I'm guessing not. I'll admit the times I was a dick. I, I used to be, in, I was in customer service for like eight, nine years, something like that. I got a lot of them and I was an asshole. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends. Thanks to Burns and McCoy. We'll talk to you next time.